I want to build a team of some bad people who can do some good. What are you really up to? Flag, it's a need to know. And all you need to know is you work for me. You need real soldiers, not these scumbags. Everyone has a weakness. And a weakness can be leveraged. That is just a mean lady. Yeah. We got a job to do. Light it up! Getting people to act against their own self-interest is what I do for a living. I'll accept the consequences. I am your consequence. I didn't believe the stories. Nobody does. Suicide Squad. Rated PG-13. Experience it in IMAX 3D. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Midnight Movies, another edition of our friendly neighborhood Midnight Movies. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kane, Thanatos Kane, T-Kane, or Big Daddy Kane to some people. And I'd never do this alone. Never. Because if I did, then bad things truly would happen. As always, the man who steers the ship, the captain, oh my captain, Captain Mike. Good evening, sir. Good evening, everybody. How you guys doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, sir? I am here on a weekend, Saturday, doing what we always yep. do. Pretty much, yeah. Sorry I signed a little bit late, guys. A uh, little powder outage over here in the sticks, but everything's back to normal. And we're back rocking out some DC stuff. Today was DC Phantom today. A couple... Little tidbits dropped here and there. We'll discuss that probably tomorrow or probably throughout the whole movie watch along tonight. So we decided to do a DC movie, which we haven't done, which is The Suicide Squad. Uh, 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 no, sir. This is Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Not Come the Suicide Yeah, that's The right. Suicide that's Squad right. will be out next year. <laughs> that's right. I keep thinking of that, which the James Gunn one. That's the end of my head still since last couple weeks ago when we saw the trailer, which is insane. I mean, typical James Gunn style. All I'm going to say is polka dot man. But um, yeah, so the Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad, I was corrected. This came out in 2016, I believe. That is correct. Yeah. And chronologically, yep. this would be counted as the third movie, which technically, if you look at the movies we've done so far, we have done Man of Steel. We did do Dawn of Justice. And this would be our third one. Uh-huh. So we are on... Unwittingly, we are doing them in order. Uh, we did not. Did we do Wonder Woman yet? I can't remember. No. So yeah, Wonder Woman discussed. will be technically. It was the, dis- yeah, discussed, but uh, we haven't done it yet. No. Yes, yeah, so Wonder Woman will be technically the first in chronological order. Yeah, it'll be the first one because that's the first one because since she was in World War Two and what? Yeah. World so um, not without noticing it. Yeah, we are doing it kind of like in chronological order. So I guess we should do Wonder Woman sometime. Before the year ends, who knows? But um, yeah, should do, should do it before. Uh, well, I guess the way it's going, it keeps getting pushed back. So uh, probably be next year. <laughs> yeah, it's it's looking that way. They said late Christmas or yeah, towards Christmas, Christmas right but now, you so. know that means they're going to just push it to twenty twenty one. Yeah, and I think the last news I saw that that it officially got more pushbacks than the new mutants movie. So it, <laughs> that's not a good thing. Oh boy. No, it just means but, it keeps uh, getting pushed back. That doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Just pushbacks are pushbacks. Yeah, and I actually, I recently saw the, the New Mutants. I don't know what the whole hoo-ha was about of it sucking. I, I thought it was really it's good. It's not what no. people... It's not a it's not a superhero movie. It's a superhero horror movie, and 
people expect one thing and one thing only. And if they don't get that exact thing, the blinders go up and, and the, and the, and the poison comes spewing out. So when people go crazy, yeah, pretty much. Yep. So, so yeah, so this is 2016 suicide squad, another malign movie, but, um, you know, that's neither here nor there. So instead of me just yapping about it for the next 10 minutes, why don't we just hit play and watch it together? Right guys. So I always do a countdown. So we're going to start in three, two, one, hit play. I do like the way they opened this movie, though. Well, like they were, they did that. That's one face. thing I'll give I'll give WB for their launching of this DCU. They definitely gave it its own feel every movie, which I kind of dig, and I hope they keep doing that. They but, have so far. I mean, every so far they haven't changed that up. It's been the same same thing. So. And of course, we're introduced to Blackgate right off the bat, folks. Bellevue, yep. Now, which has been around longer, Bellevue or Arkham? Or they've been around both at the same both, time? They're both separate. By, I mean, Blackgate's more is more like in the south, and Gar- Arkham's a little bit higher up. But 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 Blackgate is is hardcore prison. Uh, Arkham was the insane asylum. So okay, they're two separate separate entities. So I, I the, the casting on here I thought was amazing. The, the guard, I love the actor that plays the guard. Yeah, he's been in a couple things. Other character actors, you would call him. Yeah, I, I, I always like to refer to him as the uh, as the Walmart version of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he does look like Mark yeah, Wahlberg. <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah, the casting was great in this movie. Yeah. I do give them credit for that. So what did you think about the whole, um, you know, whitewashing thing or not whitewashing? Uh, they had a discussion about it. They were, Will Smith is actually a white guy in the comics and they replaced him with a black guy in the movies. This one, I there's some I, I care about and some I don't. This one did not change who the character was. There are certain color change that can change who the character is and, and, and that causes changes. So mm-hmm. no, I just, yeah, I just, some, some I like, some I don't. All right, fellas, go crazy. This is the first introduction of a live-action Harley Quinn, played, by, of course, by Margot Robbie. That is correct. I do like our intro here with the whole little classical music thing. And... I wouldn't call that classical music. That's, oh. that's, that's oldies. Well, classical's like oldies. Oldies, classical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy chick. I met a couple of Harley Quinns in my lifetime. I'm sure you'll have some more. I'm sure. She, I get to give the girl credit, man. She does love playing Harley Quinn. If I were her, I would just keep playing this character till the end of time. Yeah, I mean, she does a great job. Uh, I mean, especially for the first time we're seeing her live action in a real world. So she takes that. The character then that was introduced in the you know, the Bruce Tim you know, DC animated you know, the Batman animated series yeah definitely takes that and adds a different layer to it as well. It's she's still the same person in a way, but there's just something more to her. Yep. And I love the at, at times you know the movie the 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 sequel to this was the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. This to me really you know, when we see these scenes with her, this is the destruction mm. and the recreation of Harley Quinn, and we find out really yep. what the driving force is behind her. 
Oh, yeah. You certainly do. And this did end up being the 10th highest grossing film of 2016, folks, even though um, the, the, the haters came out in, in full force and, and crapped all over it. Uh, yeah, I still can't understand that. I, I, to me, I, I've always, it's one of those things I will never understand in the in the geek community. We were always the the hidden ones. We were always the ones being very, you know, had to love what we had, you know, enjoyed and and but kept it away from everybody. Now we're out and we're just as venomous as the people that used to pick on us and beat us up as kid, when we were kids. So, sometimes even worse. Yep. And this sometimes is, even worse. This is what one of the things I love is that, you know they do a flashback to to uh, Man of Steel. Uh, or Dawn of Justice, and we see the the you know the funeral of of Superman, Superman. and it, I mean it, it rips directly back into the into the comic books because that that whole funeral scene just always just it, it, that's one of the classic panels I look back at on that on that book and how great that was. Oh yeah, yeah, that that was one of the you know amongst other things that did really well in that movie, and of course. I'll tell you what, if you don't nail Amanda Waller, mm. this movie fails. Yeah, exactly. You got to nail her. Yeah, and did. this first scene, guess what? Nailed. <laughs> yeah, Viola Davis, perfect for the character. Oh. Uh, Amanda Waller is normally betrayed in the comic books as a very heavy set black woman uh, that does not put up with anybody's shit. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, that's, and that's what they show her as. She's She's got... I, there's a line coming up later with, between her and Harley Quinn that that basically encompasses what Amanda Waller is. Yep. And of course, here we go. We get our and I love this introduction to them. Me too. I love the way I like they, these little. I, normally, cuts. you would, you normally you would get like them talking, but I love that they show the character and give a little style to it. Yep. And yes, folks, Will Smith's second foray into superhero world yep first one being hancock that's right fun movie i love hancock i'm surprised we haven't done hancock yet, dude we, have, sure we we'll only have so much there's there's a, there's more movies than time so yeah, that's why we haven't done i know of. i know <laughs> the, the the want to list and the time list is a little little lopsided yeah we, we just keep throwing movies in and we'll we'll, we'll get to them <laughs> as we get to them i would agree with you sir that's true Uh-oh. Now, the <laughs> Suicide Squad is actually uh actually one of the older Sorry. older teams uh even in, even when it comes to when you look at the X-Men to the Fantastic 4, uh they're one of the older teams. They were actually first introduced in 1959. Mm-hmm. Back in the Brave and the Bold, so I mean they've they've been around quite a while. Uh, they did take a breath a break there for a while. They did not return until uh, I think it was the Legends, uh, January nineteen eighty seven. So they they were gone for a while, but uh, you know always under Suicide Squad or Task Force X. Floyd Norton with a little bit of Will Smith in them. I did like the fact that they were recognizing the entire big world of DC here with 
a couple connections by a certain character, which, you know, made this guy smile. Yeah, I love the I love the 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 two bigger characters that are in this. I mean, if, if guys, if there's no spoilers. We're talking about Batman and, of course, you know, the Joker that are in here. I, I love the interaction we got with them. To me, great tease for what we hoped would eventually come uh, later. And, of course, you know, we're four years past and we didn't get it. We most likely will never get it. But uh, it no, was definitely a great, now, a great taste of what could have been with those two and those three actually, you know, playing mm-hmm. off of each other. But this is this is amazing to see him. This is great right here. Oh, every time I see him in that cape and cow, I get angry that he's not going to come back. I mean, he's coming back for that flash way, but oh. yeah, and who knows? I mean, with the flash, maybe it might, it might, he might be, you know, feel better. He's in a better place now for with whatever reason. He God, he just, and... Remember, we've talked about this before. You have to have, you know, this is why I didn't like the Batman trailer so much was a Robert Pattinson because he just didn't, you know, Dude. give that presence of Batman. And this is, yeah. Ben Affleck is the total opposite. Yeah. He encompasses Batman. When, yeah. I, when I read a book it's, of Batman, you, you I just don't you like just that. don't throw on a bat suit and you exude Batman. You have there's something about your yeah. presence. It has to turn you. Yes. It ha, you know it has to turn you into the Batman. And and mm-hmm. I just again we're we're speaking right now. We haven't seen the movie. We've only seen the first trailer. So we're we're speaking just the yeah, little bit it, we've gotten, and we're just not getting it. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard to believe that I'm agreeing with the captain because we barely do agree on a lot of things. But on this one, I'm with him. Well, you're, the, you're like the one. It. I kept coming back to you every day, every couple of days. I go, do, yeah, do, you, do you like it? Yes, you do. do you like you it yet? Do. No, no. <laughs> and and, I've, and I'm, I'm trying. It's something I'm not trying. And here we go. The the birth yeah. of, we get to see the birth of Harley Quinn, which, again, it's something that we, I don't even think we, we got a little hint of it in the animated series, like a little bit of flashbacks, but I don't think we really got that much into it. Uh, I think the, there's a series that came out last year, the heart about a Joker, Harley Quinn series, actually a Dr. Harley Quinzel, I think is, is on, it's on, uh, came out in the black label and that actually focused more on like this side of it. And I, I wish more, I saw more of that, uh, but last year and pretty much this year was a, a, uh, Joker, Harley Quinn, OD, in the comic book world. And I, it, mm. that one sort of went off to the side after I just like, I just got sick of it. And I, I know you posted something a couple of days ago on Facebook page about him. And, and yeah, I, I think he does great. What he does, what we see of him, it, it's, a, it's, he does a great job. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I've always been saying. Like, you know, people will always go to ledger and, you know, Jack, and now some of them go to Joaquin, but I just felt that Jared never got a real chance. And I think in the scenes you see in this movie, he's a Joker. He exudes, yeah. He's a different type of Joker. It's, the, it's Joker the Joker we would get now. You have to realize, you know, the Joker we got with, with Heath was, you know, late off of the 90s, early 2000s. This is the Joker we would get now in this day and age if, if he grew, grew up in this time yeah. frame. Uh, you know, uh, Joaquin, that's that's not that's the 70s Joker. I mean, mm-hmm. these are 70s and early 80s. So yeah, this one I think is great. We got to me, and I'm sure you. I know you've agreed. I probably disagreed with the. We got what we needed from him. This yeah. isn't the Joker story. This is only reason he's even in here is they're showing the origin story for each one of these characters. 
and he there was more time spent on on Harley's origin than on anybody else's. So what we yeah. got, I think, is great. We get to see him, his personality, what drives him. And I love the fact I, I, we skipped right over. I was talking, but I love the fact we saw the 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 nineties uh, animated series Batman Harley and, and Joker yeah, with her in yeah, the actual the, Harley the, the Quinn outfit costume. That was great. Yeah. yeah. And that was actually, they took that off of a, I want to say, was it a Neil Adams? No, oh God, who was it? It was, um, shoot, I'm drawing a blank on the name now. Uh, one of the famous DC Tom, artists. Tom King? Is, no, it wasn't King. No, no. Um, shoot, I'm, draw, I'm drawing a blank. But there is one done by one of the, like the 90s, 90s and early 2000 uh comic book artist that did the, the him in the tuxedo and her and the, and the Harley Quinn. And it's like famous on the internet. Oh, and I'm drawing a blank. Man, I think I know what you're talking I don't about. Say, it's, it's not Neil Adams. I got to think of it. But I love because they actually do the scene that he painted in the movie. And I thought it was amazing. I was like, oh, okay. You know, David definitely did his homework. The, the director. Uh huh. I kind of dig the Tony Montana version of the jo- of the Joker. I don't call him Tony. Like you said, it's more of this era yeah. type of Joker. I, I don't want to. I don't want to strap that. him with a name because he's not. He's not playing Tony Montana. He's playing the Joker. I know, but he's. It's. It's kind of like that's the version I liken it to a little bit. And again, a hint of the bigger world. Alex Ross. That's who did it. Alex Ross is the one that did it. I, it's like I know. It's. I know. There's an A in that name. Good job. Yep, we get to see more of the Batmobile. Yep. Boom. I mean, the Joker to get that car had to have it, you know, specially colored. I mean, that that. Well, I mean, it goes back. It goes back cheap. to the goes back to the sixties. You know, he always had he always had a uh, a car that was you know colored differently. And the Joker got out of there real fast. I guess he is a good swimmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, we well, you know, you know the Christmas jingle. The Joker got away. <laughs> Douche! <laughs> Damn, Batman! You freaking nailed her. There we go. Batman get a little some. Uh, uh, makes me makes me sad when I see the scene like that. The Aussie. Of course, here we go. Captain Boomerang. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, a nod to the Flash. And we will see a slight nod here. Again, them them extending out the the universe.
<laughs> See, and I love that. That Me is too. the Flash. That's, cool. that's the one thing I will say. The Flash here was not the Flash like we got. He was too scared and timid. But in this, we're seeing him as more of a a crime fighter. And that, yeah, that's he's... In Justice League, we didn't get that, no. And he was like, what do I do? Oh, my God. Oh. Like, what, what, what happened? Um, what happened to that guy? Him? We just saw the movie before. Now, this team, if I'm not mistaken, was drawn directly from, I believe, the... Was it the Legends series for... No, it wasn't the Legends. I think it was... Um, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember which, where this squad came from because there were so many different squads. I know the Legends had... Uh, there's, ton of, there's tons of different Like, squads. the Legends Jeez. had Boomerang, Deadshot, and Enchantress, but, they, but the others were uh, Bronze Tiger were in here. They didn't have Bronze Tiger... I know they delved more directly from the legends as far as like the characters and everything. Uh-huh. I think they got rid of uh, bronze tiger blockbuster. I think they got rid of those because just they, uh, they wanted a little bit more color, I guess you could say. Oh boy. Well, I was happy to see Croc. I was happy to see another Batman villain. Uh, I wish they could have done a little bit better. No, I don't want to say better. Let me rephrase that. I think they did a great job of what they had. I want, I want maybe wanted something a little bit different, but I wanted, I don't know. I kind of want a Croc a little bit bigger. That makes sense. Oh, I understand the size. I don't know. Maybe more to him, maybe a tail, uh, yeah, it is something more croc like that because I mean to us, to me, my you know, the big thing with croc was that you had to watch out for the tail when you were fighting him. That yeah, was like one of his like this one they didn't even put the tail at all. The game yeah. like a, a jumpsuit and just I don't know. But again, I mean our first live action croc, awesome. Yep. Can't, I, you know, I was happy there. Uh I was actually happy with the enchantress on how they created her yeah. how she looked I'm not talking mm. about the overall story okay, how okay, she looked okay. okay we're just talking right where we're at now in the in the show all right um but i think how they what they did for her how they made her look i think probably one of the creepiest scenes is a scene where she where she uh first gets the the go head later and i think in like another 10 oh, minutes or yeah. so and that and you see the the enchantress hold her hand and they flip and it flips around. I think that's like one of the coolest transitions I think I've I've ever seen. Oh yeah that's cool that is cool. You know, definitely that they had to throw the history with her in there. Yep. Well, once again, you get a quick little scene. These little intros, which I dig. I do like how Alito d- described his character as, in the Joker as very nearly Shakespearean, you know, kind of like a beautiful disaster of a character. And that's, you know, that's really kind of how you describe him and the character of Harley. There's another guy who'll be uh, quite famous in another actually comic book movie. That's David Harbour right there, I believe. 
Where's that? Sorry. I... He's he's one of the um, oh, people at the, the desk talking to oh, what, uh, to dinner table. Yeah. 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 Harbor. Yeah. Harbor's there. He's uh, Dexter Tol- Tolver, I believe. Yeah, it's creepy. Now, actually, uh, when we get into Bell Reeve a little bit more, because we're, we're, we're not done there yet, keep an eye out for uh, one of the Bell Reeve officers. Uh, that that's going to be the director. He's one of the, one of the officers. <sighs> that will be Homelander. Now, it is funny. It's like as this movie was getting made, I remember all the rumors coming around that um, Scott Eastwood, there was talks that they were thought there was a heavy thought that he was going to portray uh, Dick, Dick Grayson. Grayson. Yeah. Because and, yeah, yeah. uh, and then once you saw more as more of the trailer came out, you know, they, they released trailer one, two and three. Then you saw him more being more of a tactical officer than than Dick. Here we go. This is yeah. this is I love is the, the intro. To yes. Her right yeah. Here. Just the creepiness as her the hands switch, but I think Scott would have done if they you know if somebody would have picked up on him being Dick Grayson, I think he would have done good. I think it would have done a solid job. Done yeah. done a little you know got on the uh, got on the Benefleck you know workout plan got got some muscles. I think they he probably would have done good. He didn't need to bulk up like him, but yeah, that just oh, that's, that's just, <laughs> freaky. Yeah, when I saw that for the first time, I'm like, okay, that's. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize that. The common played uh, Monster T, one of uh, Joker's henchmen. Oh. Jim, yeah, Jim Parak, uh, who, who's, who's the guard on there. But yeah, no, the common uh, played Monster T, one of, uh, one of Joker's henchmen. Monster T. Yep. Uh oh. That's freaky. Ouch. Yeah. 
Look at, look at David Harbour. Nice sharp haircut. Doesn't look like Hopper at all. Yeah, it actually was suggested to have it on on um, on set therapist because some of the darker tones that they cover. Yeah, push. Love <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I think this is like. I think this, Th- this, it, yeah. this defines Amanda Waller and everything I've ever seen her in. DC Universe, animated, the, the books, I mean, just everything. I love her interactions with Batman and the animated, not the uh, Justice League Unlimited, when they actually intro her yeah. character. It's so awesome. Like, because she's always like, she's a strong, powerful, you know, just person and scary. And um, the way that basically, I know who you are, rich boy. And then, like, I think a scene later, he shows up in her bathroom while she's taking a shower. He's like, I know all about you, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had some some great scenes like that in the animated series. I think um, the introduction when Bruce and Clark finally meet, like, you know, Bruce just looks through his mask. He goes, okay, I know who you are. And then, like, a day later, you know, he he gets home and he's – Bruce is – or Clark's taking off his jacket – no, his Superman suit, and he finds a – a little Batman tracer on him oh, and he yeah, looks across the, uh, the one city. Of his little bugs. Yeah. yeah, and he looks across the city like three buildings over and you just see Batman with his binoculars. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Another cool Batman, yeah. Another cool Batman moment. Another great character. I I love how they portrayed Diablo. Uh, I wish there was I don't know. More. You know, funny, before this movie I never knew about the Diablo character. I thought they just kind of created him for the movie, but he is actually a DC character. I think. Oh yeah, no. No, everybody's DC here. It's just, you know, I didn't level. know that he was. Like yeah. But just his how they how they portray him, his his yeah. his pain and everything. And the reason why he doesn't want to do what they want is I think it's really great. He said the build up and everything just was like perfect, 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 perfect. Yes. Yes. Now, you know, who was uh, set up to play uh, Mr. Rick Flag here? Uh Another mm, another DC no, alum. No. There is another DC alum that was signed up for it. Another DC alum. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, who? I give up. Tom Hardy. Oh, he was. Set, yeah, he was set. He was. Set, he, they were in talks, and he uh, he changed it over to go ahead and do. Uh, he wanted to go do the Revenant instead. I mean, good choice. I mean, either way, I think it would have done great, but. This is cool. I do like this. Yeah, this scene right here is is great. And you should see David in the back. David Ayer, the the director. What do you think about the 
director's cut trying to trying to catch traction after the Snyder cut thing with with Justice um, League? What do you what do you think? The Snyder cut was more of a movement thing, like that literally caught steam. So there was nothing they could do about it. I mean, it just kind of overwhelmed people. But well, they're trying it with this as well. I mean, they're they're, 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 they're they are trying to push. What I, I say, why not? Because back then, people who were in charge of the DC movies industry didn't really kind of let their directors do their thing. So I'm sure there's another cut out there that Air loves. So, so why don't, not? Don't 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 think that they let them do their thing now. Just so you know. Oh, I'm, but I'm <laughs> you sure just made, you made that comment. Of, I uh, I don't know how much you, you if I just I just think it was the same, the fan reactions. I that's all I that's that's all I think. I don't know. There's this one and there's the well there's. There's the first movie, and then there's the extended cut, and this is when we're watching the extended cut. Uh, I, again, it's one of those things. That I, and I'm on the I'm on the same thing with Justice League. I don't see how it's going to end the story any different than what we got. Same thing with this. I don't see them changing how the how we got there. Uh, what's going to change is the journey to where to the same ending. So, I to me, I don't think that's going to improve anything. That's again. That's the main reason why I'm like I'm not I'm not like all like psycho about the the Snyder cut because I'm like we're gonna get to the same story end period. We're just gonna get more story before we get there. Uh-huh. You know, I just I just don't know how that's gonna. I don't think it's going to improve. Uh, you know, yes, we're gonna like I know the just the the Justice League one. Yeah, we're gonna get more you know more cyborg, uh, you know more Flash. Um, not sure what like I said. Not sure what else we're gonna get. I love this watching him just just tear through it. I know. And if you guys think that's fake, well, I, if you guys just watch any any Keanu Reeves uh, training with him and uh, him and Halle Berry, those are awesome. Yeah, go those watch those videos. <laughs> yeah. oh, so good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Will Smith went some went through some, but I don't. I love this scene here. He knows he knows the game. White people. <laughs> Got to wipe white people. That you know, you know what you're talking about. So talking about Willis. Oh, there we go. He he knows. To talk to Waller like that takes balls. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, f- up for Amanda Waller, obviously Viola Davis was up for it, but we also had Carrie Washington, uh, Octavia Spencer. Mm-hmm. Octavia would have been a good one too, and Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oprah can act the yeah, hell. Act, act. So I'm, I could see. I, I mean, I remember her. I think probably my one of my favorite roles of her of all time is is uh, in the Color Purple. Color Purple, and yeah. And I think she the the stuff she did there. She could take that attitude into Waller, which you can see kind of signs of that. But there's just something about that deadpan of, of Viola. Like she's like, I, I'm just I have to talk to you because it's a necessity to get things done. I don't I'm not enjoying it and like, I can yeah. care less about you. Like she's almost got like, I don't care about you, but she's also got like this sympathetic look to her. Yeah, you got. 
goodness, the list of people up for the Deadpool or the Deadshot uh, role. Was yeah, nice I know there was that. a lot. So, there, there was huge discussion on tons of people. Oh my god, Di- tons! DiCaprio, Pitt, Craig, uh, Depp, Farrell, Reeves. Farrell would have been a good one too. Damon McGregor. That would have been interesting. McGregor, really? Yeah, yeah. Pattinson, Fassbender, John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, I think I think they did it. I the, think the fans' just, choice for everyone to play Batman. John Hamm. I think he. I still say it, and 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 again, go back to what we talked about earlier: the, the, the exuding and having the presence of. I, I. I think he he would have definitely captured that. Uh-huh. But again, Ooh, if, ouch. You, if you need to go younger. What's up, Miami Vice? (laughs) Baby wipe? So I love the fact that he's not like this straight, complete white faced. No, it's it's a little worn out, so you can't tell if it's makeup or if it's because you can see his body's that way too. Yep. You know, they, they very rarely would take a risk of showing Joker's body. And here they they definitely did that. So, uh, writer Paul Denny, who uh, best known for you know being an artist for the Batman animated series, also the creator of Harley Quinn, said he found her look to be optimistic and promising. I guess when they first saw you know showed her, and a little Paul Denny trivia: Do you know what early '80s animated show he was part of? Like something we grew up on that was a big deal. Oh, give me in. Uh, he might possibly have a show coming out soon on Netflix. Uh, he has a sister that already has a show on Netflix. Oh man, I'm gonna get pissed. Yeah, you are. I, I, I give up. What is it? He man. Oh, he's doing. He, is he doing the Kevin Smith one? No, he was part of He Man in the eighties. Oh, the he artists. was. Yeah, he was back then. Yeah, as a young, young artist. That's what, oh. one of the first things he worked on was was He Man. This is the part I didn't like. This little plot thing with the brother and. The movie should have been about the Suicide Squad taking down the Joker. But that's not that's I know. not a it's story. Just my opinion. I, to me, I, Joker's a Batman villain. You don't want to have them overpowering the Joker. It's this was a storyline in in there. 
I think they could have just done it a little bit better. I, uh, again, I, I just don't, I, I think they could have done the storyline a lot better. This, this is a true storyline. This is something that did happen in the books. Your thing with the Joker. The, the story Again, right it's here with the too much of the Joker. Brother? Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't read a lot of Enchantress storylines, but I don't... Did you read a lot of... I didn't, I, I didn't know if she had a brother or not. I mean, you probably can testify to that. Well, I can't. I mean, I had to do the research, so... Okay, so I'm not... Yeah. So, so there was a storyline. Yes. Was it a popular one? Was it like a one-off or... No, it was part of the Suicide Squad. And again, remember, the Suicide Squad okay. wasn't that big of a book. So, you know, you're not going to get a lot of... A lot of people screaming about it. Same thing that you know you would look at the Guardians of the Galaxy. Most people don't know much about the Guardians. They had to go and read about them. You know, and a lot of a lot of the Guardians runs were not that great. <laughs> you look at the early eighties and in some of the nineties. Oh that no, they were not. No, they were so, not. So I mean, they they were were not, was, there was there was a moment. You know, they were not page turners. There was <laughs> a moment in the late eighties. Yeah, there was uh, a good run in the eighties, but that that artist left to uh, go over to Image. Um, but yeah, that's. So, I mean, you got to realize this this was their Guardians. They were digging into a lesser-known property and playing around with one of the lesser-known stories. And that's just what it is. Again, if you're going to do Joker, you got to have Batman. Because people, if you would have had Joker, people would have been pissed that Batman wasn't involved. And this isn't a Batman movie. This is about the Suicide Squad. I go back to the Suicide Squad animated movie. Uh, Attack it was Attack on Arkham. Yeah. came out, I think, 2016 or 15. Probably the same year that this movie came out. And that, to me, is the ultimate Suicide Squad movie, to me, because I felt you had, like, basically, you thought, when I bought it, or you saw the trailer, you're thinking, oh, it's another Batman movie, Batman's going to be in that movie. And spoilers, he's really not. <laughs> but I felt the way they used him was perfect. The way they used the Joker was perfect. The way they used the squad was perfect. But again, it's, think- it, it was a Batman-Joker movie. It, it was, but, but they but, were sprinkled in. But, you guys, but It was j- mostly about the Suicide Squad. It was mostly about Deadshot. And um, the other Suicide Squad members. Ooh, that's weird. But again, it's it's a Suicide Squad movie. It's not about Batman. The Suicide, Suicide Squad was never about Batman. Yes, there's Batman character villains in it, and there's also Flash villains in it. There's also, you know, Hawkman villains. They're, they're villains of everybody. They, they were... Before they before they did, you know, the... That's... I'll tell you what. I don't like this character, but I do like this scene. Yeah. You know, before, before, the they, before they did cool. the lead, you know, the, the, the Hall of Justice and, you know, and that group, these were it. These were the villains. People equate Batman to Suicide Suicide Squad now more because of that. This movie, those animated ones, and the fact that Harley was involved. But when you look, uh-huh. when you look '90s and earlier, they weren't they weren't Batman villain. You know, Batman involved. You know, he was he was part of the. You know, he he had his team. He had the Outsiders. Demon. <laughs> Demon. I heard some uh, complaints, and you probably heard the same ones too, that they said that this movie reminded them of an MTV music video. And I and I, I kept thinking about that. I was like, what do they mean this reminds them of an MTV music video? I felt the way they used the music, and you know, we've always talked about it, music to a movie. It's like another character. That's yeah, something. And I think it's yeah. the same thing with this one. Like, right now we're hearing some freaking Ozzy rock out. Or uh, not Ozzy, it's Black Sabbath. To well, be more technical. I, I think the but, problem was is that it, it was popular music. You don't, most people don't listen to it because it's orchestrated music. You know, uh, I think that's really what it was. Is because they it because they they spent the money to go do it. If you want, if you want to call any movie like a music video, Thor Ragnarok. 
every time the music starts going, it's a fucking music video. <laughs> I love that. Van Crisis Laboratories. Hmm. Van Chris is he another DC character as well? I have to look him up, man. I don't. Okay. I don't. I'm I not. A, that one up, I'm man. not an encyclopedia on this stuff. I just, if I can find it, I find it. Let me see. Van Chris looks like he was. I think it is. Doctor Van Chris was a scientist working for Wayne Enterprises, also an ally of Argus. Yep. Yep. He is. Okay. Just trying to see if he becomes somebody. Nope. They all don't become somebody. <laughs> Sometimes they're just dicks <laughs> that are that, that are in the way. There's Van Chris right there. That was a mistake. Well, you use your little powerful box. Look at that, a better version of uh, Steppenwolf and Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah, go figure. It's before we had Steppenwolf and they made him look better here. Though the face, uh, the, the CGI on the face was a little... Ugh. Yeah. Huh. This is where that it, a, lot of, a lot of right now is more the, the quality. Like, I don't know what it what it is with DC when they try to do their godlike creatures. There's something about it. they just fall f short when it comes to the CGI. And they got the money. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know. I think they just, they try to like over elaborate maybe instead of keeping it simple. No, they, keep it, simple, they keep it too simple. I think that to me, I you mean, so? you look at him, he's got more quality, I think, than, than what Steppenwolf had, especially when you look at Steppenwolf, um, during uh during the dawn of justice that that was a horrible horrible looking cg i know it was it was supposed to be more like an image and mm -hmm. not the actual person a person but then when you jumped into justice league a lot worse yeah and i'm like I, you guys got money okay you know wb's got harry potter money so they, they can yeah, you got money to spend so yeah it's, it's not like I just don't get it sometimes when I when especially when it comes to the to some of this stuff. 
Well, they got a man flying down pat. Awesome. Great job there. But it's just the rest. It always seems a little, a little weak. There's Scott Eastwood right there. Dick Grayson. I think it would have been a cool little nod to make him Dick Grayson. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like the ending of the Suicide Squad movie, he kind of comes out and he's just like, hey, Bruce, you know, I know where they're going. Yeah. I mean, here he's playing Agent, was it Agent 47? What was he called? Agent? Was it Agent, was it Agent 52? I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, he played, you know, an agent or Agent Grayson, I think was the book. Yeah. Word, but I, I think it was. Yeah, that's agent. the one one I never got into. I know you didn't like that one either. Uh, yeah, it just was, was weird. But yeah, they to kinda... me, Dick Grayson should always be and always has been will be Nightwing. I mean, he's the first Robin. Yes, we know that. But in his later years, he's Dick Grayson. He's the leader of the Titans. But I mean, I understand, you know, you know, Bruce talking to him and say, hey, man, I need you to infiltrate to do something. That's, that's one of the things I didn't like about this whole little, you know, the whole Robin thing in this universe that it was Dick Grayson. I go, why kill off Dick Grayson? I mean, they, you, have, they first, haven't they haven't said it in, in canon but yet. So. They, he has said it was okay. Dick Grayson. Yeah, whatever. I don't until until it's a, I'm going to pull a Steve-O right now. All right. OK. <laughs> until it's on celluloid. Doesn't count. <laughs> okay. But I'm saying he has said that it, it was Dick Grayson. That was Dick Grayson's suit. That's that's right. He can say all he wants until, until it put until it's put on on on, on an image. No, no, I'm not gonna buy it. And oh damn. This is what you th- you call one of your throwaway characters. <laughs> great actor, too. Like, literally. Great actor. Oh, I was so this mad. This sucks. He's been in a lot of good stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, I knew where he was going the second he popped on. And when I saw yeah, the name, I'm like, okay. Like, oh, boy. I, I, because that's in the original Suicide Squad series in the comic books. That's what he does. He gets He's the one that goes first. But when I saw the actor that was playing him, I'm like, why would you hire a character to play, to play Slipknot? And then kill him because I mean Christopher Weiss is like really good, or not uh-huh. Weiss? I'm sorry. What well, Weiss is Slipknot's <laughs> character? But no, I mean you look at Adam Beach. You know his characters and stuff he's played in. It's like he's a really good actor, and you just like you know blow him off like that. Yeah, I mean I guess you could say they did sort of the same thing, but but in more of a humorous way in Deadpool with Brad Pitt. Uh-huh. But that was, still, that was hysterical. you that know, was hysterical. Oh my god! But he wasn't there acting. You, you know, I here know. he's in. You know who he is. And shit, and most people didn't realize it was it was Brad Pitt <laughs> until uh, until afterwards. You know, the first suit. Well, there's the original cut, the OG costume. Yeah, nice, nice nod. I like that. Yeah. Damn, his his chicken uniform is his damn high school jacket. Hate. There you go. Pudding. Pudding. I don't understand the whole pink unicorn thing. I have to read up on this guy. And there's every slutty girlfriend's freaking Halloween costume, aka 2016. Literally everybody. How many Harlequins did I see that year? Good Lord. And ever since. What are you talking about? Yeah, ever since, yeah.
I like their relationship. It's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, as far as a <laughs> unicorn, as far as a <laughs> unicorn goes, it's it's just for the movie. Okay. It's nothing. I yeah, it was a yeah. Thing no. that he did in the comics. No, he's depicted to have it in the book in the in the uh, movie. His name is Pinky. It's got something to do with to test the nanite bombs for like be, being a bluff. I, it's something to do. I'll tell you what. I got to give you credit. You dug deep for that one. That's a deep, deep cut that I didn't even know about. Wow. Again, I just That's had Captain Michael Heroes Asylum yeah. for you. All your knowledge. What does it say in his turtleneck there? Dead shots? Fight, know. then fight? Oh, I am the light. He is what his thing says. Uh, I am the light on one side. Maybe a quote for something. Ah, oh, an introduction to Katana. God. I was so happy when they were going to throw her in here. Soul Stealer, man. Soul Stealer. He- uh, I mean, I like the Katana character, but you know. Part of me being a big sweaty in this DC universe is I kind of wish it was another kind of female martial artist instead of her. Who would you prefer then? Shiva. Yeah, but I don't think Shiva was part of Suicide Squad. I know, but just, I mean, you're making a movie and you could choose your own squad, so. Yeah, but you want to keep it close to the original. I mean, it's nice. God, is she so good? Little throwback to Apocalypse Now. God, it just makes me every time I see him on screen and the interactions with Harley. I really wish he had more screen time. I mean, you might come here and say, well, you had the perfect amount of screen time, but I, as a sweaty, if you put in the Joker in a movie, I want him in the movie more than he was in it. He's in it a lot, man. I mean, you, uh, I, I don't what well, more do you want it? Then it becomes a Joker movie at that point. The, the more, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded that. Like, but then, I thought like that a was Joker, what but they were going with. I thought it was going to be the Suicide Squad. Basically, we got to track down the Joker and put him back in our life. That's, that's that story, I, I don't think that story's ever been there before. Yes, it has. Suicide Squad tracking yes, down Joker? Has. Yeah. You know, watching this one, I cannot wait to see James Gunn's Suicide Squad next year. The Suicide Squad, excuse me. The weakest weakest title ever. They couldn't come up with something better.
I would have just called it Task Force X. That's just me. But my God, that trailer looks so good. And I, and I told you, like, the, the one outfit that Harley Quinn is wearing, not that wedding dress outfit, but the other one, big time injustice throwback to that. Like, the whole leather suit with the combat gear, that's the one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in my shelf. That'll be the first and only Harley Quinn action figure I'll buy, is that one. Never been a fan of the, uh, what are they called, the, the jester outfit. Never been a fan of the little booty short outfit. No, it's it's called the Harley Quinn. That's what it is. The, the right. costume is named Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's that's because that's what she's named after. Is because that's why she looked that way when they when they were creating the character, they created her and named her because of how, what they created her to look like. They created her to be a Harley Quinn. A Harley Quinn, yeah. And by the way, this is taking place in a fictional city in a DC universe. Did you know that? Well, I would assume so since they're in the yeah, DC universe. Yeah, it is the – it's Coast City. No, it's not Coast City. It's um, because Coast City is, is Green Lantern. Uh, what city is this? Oh, I had it. It's the home of Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I know that. That's supposed to be where the Hawk people are at. Where are they? I'm looking it up right now, <laughs> sir. Hold on. Give me a second, guys. My internet is a little slow. Plant City. That's weird. Plant City. That's wrong. Plant City? Yep, yep, that's it. Nice. They're there for the Strawberry Festival? I guess so. Now, Hawkman and Hawkgirl from Midway City. So this is Midway City. Why did okay. I say Plant City then? What is Plant City? That's probably... Plant City is, uh, like I said, in Florida. <laughs> is that what I was thinking of? I don't know. Maybe that's where you had to go. Yeah. Let's see. Plant City in D.C. Yep, nothing. Don't okay, know. Not so sure. I'm, I was thinking about... Ma- maybe you're, think, maybe you're thinking of where um, Poison Ivy wants to make a, pl- a place. She wants, she wants to make Plant City. <laughs> Spread the word, man. God, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of Jai Courtney, but I do like him as Boomerang. He's awesome as Boomerang. 
and I believe he's going to be back in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, he is one of the the returning folks. Him, uh, Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, um, and I don't. I, I think, think I think that's that it. it. Yeah. yeah, just. <laughs> no. Now, I do know one of the theories about the Suicide Squad is that, like, the movie takes place with two different squads. So we don't know what happens. Like, I mean, that was one of the rumors I had heard about six months ago was that we would see one squad and then they would go on a mission that completely got, like, botched. And then we see the building of a second squad. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that was a rumor that I had read a couple of times. So I, I kind of put a little bit of clout to it when I saw it repeated. I'm like, okay, so that's interesting. So, which I mean, that would make sense with the size of the cast that they have. That hmm. kind of makes sense. When you look at how many people and how many actors are on there, it, it does kind of make sense that, that, yeah, they could have two teams, one yeah, they could have had two, and then maybe the, the the survivors are Harley and you know Jay Courtney, and then of course Flag, and then that's when they put together another team. One of the characters I'm kind of actually looking forward to next year is the Peacemaker. I want to see how John Cena is going to play douchey Captain America. Well, it's not that hard. I mean, Captain America can be a little douchey. I know, but still, Cena. I just want Cena to knock it out. I want to see how he does. I, he can do it. I mean, I've, I, his acting career has been really good so far. I've, you know, I've been pretty happy watching some of the stuff he does. Oh boy! And we have, if you guys watch Power Rangers in the early '90s, we have the Putties making appearance. Kind of remind me of the thumbs from the uh, from a Spy Kids. Ooh, good pull. But again, when you look at any comic book non something villain, they're they're always just blobs or nameless things. I don't know, man. Something about him not having that tail. Yeah, like I said, that's that's like I think it's I would just, I would have been okay if that had been added into the mix. It's like a lot little minor thing if they just added it, you know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, the whole jumpsuit thing. Uh, this guy's just going to walk away. Woo. I don't so know why. 
get the nameless. I don't know. Just the thing. The nameless cronies. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's wrong, Croc? You don't want to eat those guys? Yeah, Midway City. See where it says in the cop bar? Damn. You go, Deadshot. Look at the other guys. They're like, let's, let's put our guns away. This is what I'm talking about. When you make a character, that's Deadshot had his little moment right there. And now we have this going on. A little callback conversation I had earlier. <laughs> That's so cool. You got you got a little moment where you saw what Diablo actually becomes later on in the film. You got to give credit to Jack Courtney. I mean, he's not a hard character to do, but you know, out of his range. Uh oh. And you got to make Croc a little bit bigger. I'm sorry. The tail, yes, but you got to make him a little bit bigger. Croc is almost as big as King Shark. That's the one thing that James Gunn got, is going to get right about his Suicide Squad movie. Not that his movie's bad, but the character proportions as far as their size goes, you know, everybody's pretty much the same size here. And a guy like Killer Croc is a mutated half animal, half alligator. Should be a little bit bigger. Just saying. I think the size is okay. Like I said, I just... I don't bit, know. It's just, it's just a thing. It's just me. Croc. It's me. I'm thinking like James Gunn's sui The Suicide Squad. And this one... I mean, look, look at this character, this Aztec God character. He's huge. So basically, she kisses you and you become a putty. What's up, guys? You guys didn't want to like spend any more money on special effects? Like, give me a little bit of faces. You just made of these putties. These guys who have bad acne. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then you got these moments like this. It's all he wants, man, is to be with his kid. And he'll do anything and everything to make that happen. Mardi Gras. Promises, promises. <laughs> I love these moments. It really reminds me of the animated series, but, you know, different spin. Typical Joker line. Oh, boy. See, I. what did you think about this? What's that? Having Croc, you know, just speaking like that, like to me, he's a monster. 
a Crocs boy spoke. Yeah, he's got a he's not a, he's not a monster monster where he just grumbles and grumbles. There's a no, he, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that where he's like in the you basically mindless. But I'm just saying like him having interactions like this. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't, you sure? I don't see a problem. It's not like he's walking over going, "Hey guys, how's it going? What'd you do this weekend?" He's not doing that. He's 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 keeping <laughs> hey, to himself. Clay, you just struck Clayface. I, I know, but but, but he's just, he's just he's just staying by himself. You know, he he doesn't like to be bothered. You see that that reaction he has to Harley. He doesn't want to be bothered. So yeah, he's a monster. He and he understands it. Like I said, he's not he's not a used car salesman just running over. Hey guys, what's going on? What are we doing? What are we? So yeah, he should he should speak. Now I'm understanding this. I, I did a little deep dive while you were away. Mm-hmm. What'd you look up? The interesting fact about this, the Enchantress was originally supposed to be being controlled by the mother box of Steppenwolf. Hmm. And the creatures that she was supposed to be making, hence them not having a face, they were supposed to be parademons. And this comes from David Iyer's own Twitter page. That hmm. the original concept for Suicide Squad would have tied the film more heavily to Warner Brothers' growing DCE universe, and where they reveal that Steppenwolf was controlling Kara, uh, the Enchantress, with a mother box, one of the mystical objects that fueled the plot of Justice League. The squad would have had to fought, have fought Steppenwolf in the fu- in the film's climatic scene instead of Incubus. Hence, the reason we made the comment: "Wow, he looks a lot like like Steppenwolf." Steppenwolf. Yeah, and huh. responding to a question on Twitter about the Suicide Squad concept sh- uh, showed a, the uh, the big bad and parademons. A wrote, he says, "Yes, this is correct. This is again, this is straight from his Twitter page. This is right. Enchantress was under the control of Motherbox." I'll tell Steppenwolf, you what, and that explains why Steppenwolf being the main the main baddie in this movie would make a lot more sense. Yep. And now so, that is what I like. Yeah, because now you're tying things in together. Yeah. That, that's actually smart. And he says the, those gooey sewer monsters that appeared in the Trenches Minions were also first conceived as parademons. Parademons. Yep. The director did confirm that, and it's hard to say with uh, why this original concept was scrapped, but it's possible during Suicide Squad's extensive reshoots which were intended to revamp the film to be more fun. Uh, they ca- capitalized on that. So, and try, tying the film closer to DC, you know, uh, the DC or the justice league, they, and they made the changes, everything that, so really it sounds like the changes that were happening with justice league actually waved over to this movie. So, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Uh, like I said, yeah, those were coming from uh, I got the I got this from slashfilm.com, but it is straight clips from David Ayer's own Twitter page. So that makes things a lot different when you when you think of that this should have been stepping. So Wolf. why the change? You think studio infer- interference again? S- maybe studio, maybe reshoots going on. Do- maybe studios. Yeah. You 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 go. You ride your you ride your studio thing. It could um, have been I, something I different. It. 
you are never going to convince me. Oh no, about I know. The studio no, I know. Thing. No, no, I'm I know. sorry. I mean, you you've That's kept sure. trying, and I, I know. I don't. I don't try. Trying, I, I, I don't try. I just keep I pushing. I will never the be convinced that the studio does not have huge effects in changing a film. Oh, they do. I'm not saying they don't, but you you feel that they're the way you talk about them, that they're mustache twirling villains that are behind the scenes. They want to make money. So, and they're running a business. So they're not, you have to, that's the one thing I think you, you in your head, you think that everybody behind the scenes should be diehard fans and they can't be, they, they've got to be there to make money. And if something was happening that they thought wasn't going to make money, they changed their mind. That's just, well, if you're, I'm just saying have being a diehard fan does help. Hmm. And having somebody to steer the ship right does help. But I, I mean, also know the diehard fans out there can't fucking but balance the books that these big studios need. So you need that, well, you need that balance look at, back and forth. Look, at, we're probably going to agree that Marvel is a template for these types of films. That studio basically wrote the book. And I can't wait till Kevin Feige actually writes a book and talks about how he's done it for almost 20 something years or the blueprint. You know, they have what's called that symbiosis. They have a guy who's in charge of the movie industry. They have that direct conduit to the guy who's running the whole thing and they get it and they make money. That's what I want. That's what I've always wanted with DC. And I think we're getting that now. I think we're so close to getting that right now with Walter Hamada. He's a fan, but he also knows they got to make money. Like you like you just said, they got to make dough. So hopefully we'll but get you, that. But you got to realize Walter's you know, got, Walter's got a boss too. He's got to, you know, Jim Lee's got to agree to it. And then Jim Lee's boss has got it. And that's, that's where, that's where you're going to run into the issues. Yeah, and I think down the road we're going to see it wasn't just Feige as so much as involved either. It's kind of the same the same talk we've had about Stanley. It wasn't just Stanley. There was a lot of hands in that pot. Stan was the most vocal and the one that was willing to step into the spotlight and take that. Yeah, we're not we're never going to see the full full history and full story of those things. I'm going to critique something right now. I just noticed it. Deadshot's mask. Uh-huh. Not quite the Deadshot mask I'm used to, but I don't know. I, I just kind of felt like they could add a little bit more detail to it. I love this. Like what kind of detail? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be usable in the real world. It's got to be darker too. It's got to be a little bit darker. I don't know why they went with like the just plain white. That's not plain white. You see white in the no, it's shades plain white. No, there's, there's, it. I've seen it. There's white, but there's shades in certain areas, like around where his cheekbone would be. It, it's, it's enough there. It looks like the comic book. I don't know what you're no, looking for. No, it doesn't. Look at the comic book. I've one. looked at Look the at comic this book. One there. One. They have the the form is similar. Yes, but I'm talking about like the color. They're just missing that color thing. It's just an added detail. They don't have to listen to me. I'm not making. A, I'm not making the decisions at the studio. I'm just saying, like, it's a good little detail. Yeah, I don't see what you're looking for. I mean, it was white. The the the, the mask white. <laughs> I don't know. The what mask you're is not white in the comics. It's darker. It's red. Red and gray. Um, which one? Which one? You there's oh very uh, there's different versions out there. I'm gonna send you a couple right now. There's different versions out there. Which one did they look at? Uh, you're, hold on. That's, that's what, what I mean. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you do. Okay, this is this is what I'm thinking of. Okay. All right. 
See, this is what I'm thinking of. You should get it. I, I, don't, I don't have my phone with me. Man. Okay, well, whenever, whenever you get a chance, just check it out. But no, I mean, just look online. You look at all the ones that are online. They're, this is the one I thought they're, of. They're white and white or a little bit of silver, but they're primarily white. So that's... So good. Even the, the tattoos I could dig. At first, everybody's like, oh, the Joker has tattoos. I go, I kind of dig it. I was thinking about putting a uh, editorial out. This is just what, what was going in my head. And I, what I was going to do, I was going to basically say why Jared Leto's Joker is actually better than Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. You want hate mail, don't you? Yes, okay. I do. But, but I had valid points about it. And I'll go back to something that you said. Like, you know, as far as errors go, it's Jokers of errors, yes. 70s more modern type joker now but i think this jared little joker is more joker than that joker remember the thing you didn't like about the joaquin phoenix promotion uh performance was basically they made the joker into a hero and i like the movie it wasn't, what it wasn't is, no, but this it, is it more wasn't, joker it wasn't performance i liked his performance the concept of making the, the making a villain that villain especially a hero or, or you know giving him sympathy that's what i had that's that's the mm-hmm. only thing i had you know, you don't want to make the, you don't want to make him. You don't want to make Lex Luthor symp- sympathetic characters. But he is sort of a sympathetic character if you look at it the way he's betrayed. Sometimes to the public, yes, he can be very sympathetic. But to Superman, he's cold and calculated and all that stuff. But that's how we're reading it. We're not reading it as we're a public person. We're reading it from you know the the outsider looking in. So we see all the bad things he's doing. And that's kind of the same thing with Joker. Joker, we're looking from the outside in, so we see everything that's going on. We're not mm-hmm. we're not the people that are living in Gotham. We're not the people that are living in Metropolis. We we are the the outsiders, and we know everything that everybody's doing. And that's you know that's what I said. You know, making a sympathetic character, a villain, sympathetic character. Venom's okay because Venom's an antihero. We can let that one slide. You know, when they when they decided to do go that route. Yeah, uh, I didn't have an issue even, with that one. That one was like a big button also that was pushed. They were like, oh, why is he an antihero? I'm like, no, that's that he's that's, basically an antihero. He is. I mean, because yeah, he he that's... runs the gambit. You don't know where he what side he's going to be on depending on his mood and what he what's going to uh, you know help him out. Same thing. Did you like Did you like the Harry Osborn version of Venom? I didn't like it at all. In what? In the in the comics and in Ultimate Spider-Man. That's a series you told me to watch, and actually, it's pretty good. I just didn't like that version of Venom. I don't remember that one off the top of my head. Yeah, check it out when you get a chance. It's the Harry Osborn one. It's actually the one they're going to use in the next Spider-Man game too. Always thinking about military. And a lover. Now, after reading that article about David Ayer, if that's the route he goes, if he wants to do his director's cut of it and they do that, I'll be okay. Because then that, that kind of ending could change it. If they go with that, that those are Parademon and she's controlled by Steppenwolf.
Dude, that and that is Amanda Waller right there, by the way. That's Amanda Waller. In a nutshell. Cold, heartless. <laughs> God, I wish he would have came back. I mean, I know Will Smith is this, you know, busy guy and especially with those horrible memes of him going around. Damn. Poor Will. Hey, he was busy uh, making Cobra Kai. Well, he's a producer on that, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Executive yeah. producer. He's a busy man behind the scenes. Yes, he is. He bought that series too. Well, he bought the rights to the movie franchise a while ago. Did you ever hear the, um, I'm sure you have, it was a conversation that Paul McCartney had with Michael Jackson, you know, many, many moons ago. And Paul was telling Mike, you know, because Mike had all this money, he just did the Thriller album. And he's like, hey, Paul, he's like, you know, Paul, I don't know what to do with all this money, you know, I'm going to buy this ranch or whatever. And then Paul suggested, he's like, you know, you should buy like m music rights and all that stuff. He's like, really? He's like, yeah. And it's funny that the first music catalog that he buys is the Beatles. Well, no, no, it was because Paul told him the Beatles yeah. catalog was up and he's trying to buy it. So he turned around and bought it out from under him. So is that what it was? Okay. Dick move. Yeah. No, well, I, well, I had it sort of close. Uh, yeah. You're, 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 yeah. You missed yeah, you miss the, 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 the big part, though, where, where Michael turns into a dickhead. <laughs> hey, you know, you should, oh. get, you should get into buying stuff. You know, I'm looking at buying this over here. Oh, you are? Bam, I bought it. Ha. Huh, fuck you. <laughs> That that is a big thing. If you think about you know Michael Jackson's kids nowadays, that I mean, yeah, Mike M Michael's catalog is huge, but they have the Beatles catalog too. They're gonna be set for life. <laughs> There's Joker. What is that one comic? This reminds me of that suit that he's wearing. Well, no, that's um, that's that's the one I was talking to you about. Where yeah, is that those? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one. It's the Alex Ross uh, paintings that he did, okay. where it, it was him in the costume and her in her Harley Quinn outfit. And and that's the thing the the image we saw earlier, because it was ripped directly from the Alex Ross art. And then we get that Harley Quinn movie after this, which is, eh, it had its moments. That's all I'll say. I know you're not a big fan of that movie neither. I, I just wasn't, I, I mean, I was, I was a fan of her stuff. Yes. Her, yeah, she was good. The, rest the characters of what, around her, uh, some of them, eh. No, like, they didn't do anybody right. I don't, I don't know well, what the, You know what? I'm going to take something that, that you, we've said before. The characters in that movie, they had moments of like you could see it, the character coming out. Like Ewan McGregor's Black Mass, he had a moment. I think you described it very well. Or he's in, he's in the club and somebody, he basically tells his patron like, get up on the, on the damn table, strip right now, dance. 
I'm like, that, oh, that's Black Mask. Yes. Yeah, those. I mean, there were there were moments with that. Victor's ass was fine. I'm talking about the, the girls. The Cassandra the Kane, um, yeah. Black Canary, Huntress. No, Renee. I was completely I was I was mad upset about Renee, with, man. I, Renee's a stronger character than the way they portrayed I mean, her. And I you had, had Rosie Perez playing her. Yeah. And you're telling me that she couldn't pull off a strong performance? Yeah. That kills cool. me. There's just no way. Yeah, that's why I, I understand that they wanted a strong female performance going on with strong female characters. They took these characters and they made them weaker. They bastardized them. Yeah, let's be and, honest. They I mean, bastardized if them. If they would have kept those characters, the characters they were in the book and did it. I know, again, we can't do straight translations, but do a closer translation to the comics. It would have been better. They would have been stronger characters. Black Canary uh, is much stronger character. Helena. Uh, the Huntress, much because stronger be much stronger, yes. because, especially because of her background with her father. I mean, oh. much and then what they did to Cassandra. Oh, Cassandra Kane was oh my yeah. god, she was. That was not uh, even Cassandra Kane. No, that it was, wasn't. I don't. Know I what, have no idea who that was. That yeah. was Cassandra Kane in name only. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand bringing in stronger characters, wanting stronger, strong female characters, but they they brought in these great characters. I was like, awesome, awesome, and then what they did to them made them weaker. I'm like, no. Don't you don't you're going backwards from what you're trying to do. You're trying to do this massive girl power move. And I hate to bring it up with, with the Spice yeah, Girl, but that's the best thing not, I can say. The me, the me Too movement that they're talking about and they, they're doing it. But then when they take these characters, they do something to twist them around. I'm like, no, you just made them less Me Too. <laughs> you know, it's, it's strange. I don't know what what they're what they're thinking or what they want. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna put the characters that way, you should just made the movie about Harley Quinn by herself. Because that's basically well, that's what, what they it eventually was. did. They eventually changed the title. Yeah, the title was strange. Yeah. Like, why? To me, it was like a pretentious title. Like, just call it Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. That's it. I mean, you did it yeah. later on, but it's just, by then it was yeah, too I late. Yeah, I think I think we two or three of release. I think they yeah they just changed the title. But I'm like, guys, it's it a change a title change is not going to fix your end. Product. No, it's not. But Still. Simplicity always works the best. Keep it simple, stupid. Ouch. Where did he come from? Damn. That's one of the... You know, he's wandering around. I guess, well, he's checking out Midway City. Yeah. Checking the sites. He's looking for the hot, hot dog. He's looking for the hot pizzas. Looking for the museum the Hawk the, the Hawk people are working in. <laughs> I wish. Well, that's where they. I mean, that's what they did. They were curators of the museum. So. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have like a Carter Hall kind of like you know cameo, not a cameo, like shows like his nameplate. If you're gonna go in that museum. Well, at least they could have shown the museum. I mean, that, that's a that's a that's a great Easter egg right there. If you know anything yeah. about Midway, you know, and if you're a DC fan, you want to see the you know the the museum. What are you going to do, Hopper? I'm going to call the Black Widow, Melian. <laughs> playing, uh, what is he playing in Black Widow? He's playing uh, Red Guardian, I think. Yeah, that's yeah what Red Guardian. Can't wait for that. Yeah, they they got a new trailer that came out a month ago, and it's just it's so much better. There, there's so much. There's a little bit more to the story. Uh, like uh, when I, you know, the friend of ours I go to movies with, she she doesn't like trailers because she thinks it's going to tell her too much. And she's like, I really didn't even want to see that trailer because it's given too much away to the movie. I'm like, it gave enough. Of, I mean, yeah, it did gave a little bit more away, but it gave in the, what the stuff we saw, like made me more looking forward to it a lot more. Mm-hmm. 
because you are seeing Red Guardian, you are seeing more about the Red Room. You're seeing, um, uh, shoot, just a blank on the name of the villain. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, you're you're seeing more of him, uh, and I'm trying to plan place when this takes place in the I run. I don't know if it's, it's between. It's after Civil War before Infinity War. Okay, I was, That's I, what I, I, heard, I was yeah. saying I don't think it's I don't think it's post snap. So, um, so yeah, I was, but because, but I was like, okay, they have to have the, the superheroes around because the, he's doing like, he's doing Iron Man moves. He's doing Hawkeye moves. He's using the shield of cap. So he, and she makes a comment that, you know, before, before I was an Avenger, I was, I did things I wasn't proud of. You think Hawkeye is going to show up? No, I don't think so. You don't I just, think so? I, no, cause I, I, because I just think he's. Because with Taskmaster, he he has learned all the Avengers moves, so that's why I brought up Hawkeye because you see him shooting arrows at some point. No, this is all this is all Black Widow's story. I think this okay. is all about the Red Room, about just what we wanted. You know, we want because she had a great origin story that didn't have to do with the big baddies. It was all about no. espionage. You know, yes, seventies and in sixties, seventies and eighties. You know, all about the Cold War espionage. You know, I'm going to watch it. And I think it's going to be good. But it's like you said before on, the, you know, on our podcast and many episodes, it's like you wish the movie would have came out earlier. God, now I get this movie even more. After reading that page. Yeah, I'm putting pair. I'm seeing parademons. You're seeing I'm parademons seeing, right now. I'm seeing Steppenwolf controlling her. Uh, that thing he just put into her chest. It's yeah, a mother yeah, box. Yeah. It's something that, to that do with a mother box. Right? I can see mm, it now. All makes sense. It all makes sense now if they would have done oh what my they God, did. I wish they would have done that version. Like I said, if, if that's if if he's going to do that in his director's cut that he's talking about, actually putting in and the, the, this right here makes sense. This is. That's 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 the opening the portal of the apocalypse. Yeah. That's Dark Side coming down. I mean not Dark Side, uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah. But no, Steppenwolf's supposed to be here. Yeah. Like like that's just the the opening of the mother boxes. It just like everything now like makes complete sense. So would you say it's a missed opportunity? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Cause they yeah, that would have connected everybody and everything. Instead of just saying, "Hey, yes, they're in the same oh. world," we can say, "Hey, we're in the we're not we're not only are we in the same world, we're tied in the same story." Uh, I mean, just imagine, like what the Avengers did. The Avengers threaded everything together, but it it wasn't a continuing story. They had they had two movies that were really truly the continuing story. Mm-hmm. But in this world, what DC which looks like what DC was originally trying to do was that the story of the Justice League was all going to be tied in through four movies. And that would have been great, you know. This would have been one side of it just the the dawn of justice would have been the be, you know, the beginning of it. And then Justice League would have been, you know, another oh, god, dumbasses. I got cold feet about something. I wish I would wish I could find find out what the cold feet was. Yeah, I don't get it. It's mm. like they had the right idea. You had the right yeah, direction. Yeah, the ideas going were in the there. Right direction, yeah. and then there were 
they just didn't want to pull the trigger on it. it was, yeah, and it was fresh. very strange. And they're there. They're they're doing it. They, he said, that a lot of it happened during the reshoot. Reshoot. So I mean, it's like they, I mean, they the did thing it. about it is why, why would you change it like that? It makes like you're trying you're trying to make yourself an MCU at this point. You're trying to make this interconnectivity. You have a director who knows. He's like, hey, you know what? The next movie is going to connect to this movie. So you had a you had a plan. What happened? Did some like you know? I hate to say this. I'm going to bring it up again. Did some like you know big producer guy come down like, no, nah, they're not going to understand that. I wouldn't understand that. Well, I think this is why I understand more about what they think because a lot of the sweaties yes we'll get it but we're not the ones banking and making money for them it's the it's the it's the it's your everyday joe it's your it's your sheep it's your it's your standard movie goer that's going to dr- get dragged into that we should call them putties from now on instead of sheep putties, call them putties. Whatever, putties. you know <laughs> you don't want to make it too cerebral geeky and that would that could have done that and, I, and then at that, that point, I a, could see that's that. a great term, by the way. Cerebral geeky. I have to. I'm gonna borrow that. The only, the only way I could think of that's kind of what they did with um, if you if you're if you've ever watched Star Trek, but the original Star Trek pilot, you know, originally it was Pike, and they and they yep. they canceled that and said no, do another one because it was too cerebral. The the, the studio said now that's normal people aren't going to get that. It's too cerebral. Yes, you're going to get your 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 not your sweaties at the time, but your geek fans at the time. And I think a lot of that still is in the, in the movie industry. And I completely get it because. Oh, I get it too. You can't put, I mean, to, I do, but that's I, why we're, that's why because... we've never gotten a true Constantine. Like we would know because not a lot of people are going to go watch that. We'll go watch it, but we're not going to, we're not going to, we're not going to put them over a million dollars. So, you know, <laughs> well, at this point you can do that because you don't actually need movie theaters to do those series. Well, that's what that's what they're series. doing. I mean, that's what and they're doing now. Dude, look, we're gonna get a Sandman series next year. A Sandman series. You talk about a deep, sweaty, actually comic book. The Sandman right there. Yeah. Dream and all his weird stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, dude, we've, got, we've got HBO Max now. That all that all's coming. They've they've already put that in place. So we're going to be getting all those little bitty things. We've got we've got Bad Robot working on DC franchises. The Dark Ju- you know Dark Justice so, League. You know, so to me, producers thinking that way or executives thinking, well, they won't get it. We're living in an era. Well, guess what? They may not get it, but they may like it. But I, I, I think that's why they're they're getting they're lightening up because they can get away with it more on television now, and they're not. That's not a big budget thing. So that's it's the movies, and and again, they, they were you got to think this is you know four years ago. Marvel, still, you know, Marvel had been picking up, but even four or five years ago, probably when this was getting made, I'll say five years ago at least. By five, yeah. It, it still wasn't known, you know that that the boom was was just like starting. That swell was just coming, and, and even I'm saying the swell is going to die down eventually. It's not going to be as big as it is anymore. Oh no, no. And no. I'm pretty especially, sure that I'm pretty now, sure there's so. there's people in the in the studios who are like, yeah, well, how how big is this going to go? And but now, like I said, we got Jim Lee in the in the pilot seat for everything DC, and he's and he's the one. I kind of like Jim Lee being in charge. Well, not, he's not in charge, but he's basically the go-to he's, guy. He's the yeah, he is. I mean, he's, he's the <laughs> to me. You could not have a better guy. I mean, he's still got his bosses that he has to answer to, but he's in charge of. But as long as you have those three creative threads, you have Crippy. I mean, not Eric. I'm sorry, I've been mm-hmm. watching too much of the boys. You have um, you have uh, what's his name, Berlanti. You have Hamada, and you have Jim Lee. 
And the big thing that Jim Lee did that above everybody, everybody else before him is he took off the restraints of, Hey, flash is being groomed for television. Nobody can touch him. Cause that used to be the big rule with DC. Yep. Nobody yep. could touch right. a character. If, if comics or if, well, not in the comics, everybody could touch it if it was in comics, but if TV had a plan for that character, nobody else can touch him. But Jim Lee pulled that, that, that restraining off of it, off of it. Now, we can have two flashes and they can meet and, you know, we can now have two Batmans, you know, we're mm-hmm. crossing our fingers. The movie continues to be produced, but, oh, you know, we're looking is... at two Batmans coming down. Oh, my God. Possibly I'm sorry to a third. That is the most heartbreaking story. When this story oh, came yeah, out on Diablo's origin. Crushing. No, but you're right. Yeah. And Jim Lee basically expanded. He basically said it's OK. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's it. It's Jim Lee's entrance into this realm. It was a big changer. And I think that that's, you know, something we got to look at now. And he, and he hasn't been in that position that long. And I don't think he was in that position now. Uh, if he was in the position now, it was, it was very early in his time there. But just the fact they say that, I mean, cause for years we've heard about rumor and innuendo like, Oh, why can't they just make it a multiverse thing? Because that's what they do in the comics. And when you have the guy who's in charge of TV and the guy in charge of the movies and the guy in charge of DC comics or whatever, basically say, no, it's okay. We can have a flash here and a flash there. I'm like, they should have been doing this from the beginning. I love that line. <laughs> See, that's a cool line by Croc. I like that. You may not want him there, but he's there. So, yeah, right here. I This is the beginning of it. 2016, Jim Lee was promoted to president. What? So he's the president of he DC president overall. Of DC. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was CCO uh, since 2010, but 2016 as when he was promoted to the president of DC, and that's four years ago. Is a bright right about the time we had a couple of things that were already being produced, so he couldn't have his imprint on that. But everything since then has changed, and I think that yeah. that's probably going to be your big your big marker. Well, everything. I'm not saying it's all him. Not, not, no, not, I'm, not, nope. I'm not planning exactly. this Stan Lee flag on him by any stretch. Jim and Jim Lee will probably be the first one to tell you that. Um, if if anybody's never sure about who Jim Lee is, uh, look out. I think it's on. There's it's on a couple of different streaming sites, but there's a image, the story of Image Comics, and watch that. That's great because you'll see the backstory of everybody, but you'll see a lot of you know backstory of Jim Lee and his his um the Wildstorm comics that he did and in, in his publication there and you'll see what he is and who he is really fight the good fight damn it's cold man
See, they got moments. Oh. Still don't understand why the criticism in this movie. Bad moments. Yeah, another part of uh, this movie that was supposed to that was supposed to lead into something more was uh, Enchantress was actually supposed to be the lead into the dark the dark universe. Oh God! See, they had their heads in the right place. Jesus. Yeah, they were they were looking at they were looking at the right carrot. Look at look look at the carrot. Look at this. Oh man, I'm going there. I'm going there. Oh, quarter. <laughs> they stopped to pick up. Yeah, just stopped it. Yeah. Sucks, but. Well, we're going to get there now. You know, news broke today. I mean, I'm sure you read about it, of what uh, Barbara Muschietti said. The Flash movie's basically going to restart everything in DC, which is, well... I didn't... That's a rumor. The few places I saw that from, I'm not trusting them. Uh, I didn't see a restart. I didn't... The, the true comments I saw from the, the actual sources didn't say a restart. But hypothetically... If it is a restart, does it not make sense? No, not really. What? Why would you? Why would you restart and wipe everything else that you've done good? Yes, they've had a couple of fumbles, but they have picked up. They've done Shazam, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. A second what Wonder Woman's getting ready to come down, and they're going to say, "Oh, screw everything that we just did, and start fresh." Now, it doesn't. I don't think that's I, I, that to me. I don't think it's going to be a restart. Like I said, I I saw the comment. But I saw the source of that comment, like who was reporting it, and I wasn't I I, I wasn't going to bite onto it. Now I understand that they are going to have definitely. They did say you know both Bruce's are going to be there, both Batman's are going to be in there, um, so they're going to be crossovers. I think we're going to see Flash jumping. I see, think we'll see a I think we'll see a Flashpoint of sorts, but I don't think we'll see a full restart. Again, they're getting ready to drop another Suicide Squad movie. Yep. I just, I just think doing a complete restart that that having that kind of comment to me just it just seems ridiculous. And I and I'm still on board. I still think that we're going to see we're still going to see um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. I think we will. Because uh, there was that, talk that, about that's him. A, that's an opportunity you cannot. Yeah, because there was talk a week before if a week before Keaton's news dropped, there was talk about that. And Keaton's going to override his news in, in a second. Of course. It's, and it's I think Keaton, that, man. Yeah, I think that went away. And I think T Keaton's going to be his Batman. And I think Ben going to be his Batman. But I think they're, they're going to run into that a world where we're going to see Thomas Wayne. Now, as here's the thing. Here's the big question. Do you think... We see them on screen together all at the same no, time. No, no, I don't. I don't think that we, we would see that. Damn. I know that. I know that's a a, a little perverted, perverted little thing you got going on there. Yes, no, it no, is. No. Can it just be too much? At that point, too much awesomeness. I know. Like, I mean, just look at what they did on the crossovers for for this for the television series. They didn't have everybody meet up. At once, they had some here, some there. Sometimes you didn't. So I, I just, yeah, I just don't think all of them would be there. But again, they sometimes movie studios do strange things for fan service, and it's sometimes it just doesn't need to happen. Like I don't even want to. I, I honestly, I don't even want to see a scene with 
with Jeffrey Dean talking. I just want to see him. Just in the costume? Just just in the costume. You know, him him like looking over like Flash standing around down on the down in the city, seeing Wayne casinos in the background, and you just mm-hmm. see you just see it raining, you just see Thomas Wayne, you know, Jeffrey Dean looking over like a, a crumble down building and him looking over the side down at the flash and just kind of giving up. Mm. You know, kind of thing. And then Flash mm-hmm. is gone again. That's all. You know, just a look. That, that That's all. And I think he'd be on board with that. And every every one of us sweaties would lose our shit. You know, going, oh my God, look, he, he he's there. It's him in live action. Yes, and then we would have this conversation when we would be watching going, oh, I'd like more. You always want more. Not always. Again, too much. Just give me what... Give me a taste sometimes, and the taste is just enough. Well, you know me long enough. I'm always going to want more. Yeah, I know. Yeah, always going to want more. That's your personality. I'm happy of what we're getting. Okay, I, I keep going back. To, I, I know, keep going back to a kid. All right, and we were all we had is our comic books and a cartoon here and there. We now have. I have a library of superhero movies, great superhero movies at at my will, whenever I want to. And then I have a another streaming service where there's a library of television shows about the same stuff. So again, I'm happy with what we have. Well, I'm sure you are. All right, here we go. There we go. You already said that. Yeah, I know. And that Kevlar must have sucked bit, Bruce. What happened? It's a dream. I know. Okay, now why are you talking about it? Like it's I'm just saying. <laughs> this is strange. Let her let them make it. Look at that. Honestly, this is you can see this from from uh you can see Harley Quinn animated series takes for from yeah. this. Because you see, you see the Joker as a bartender, and you also see the um, the Black Label series, the White Knights. You see him. You know what I didn't the... know today that um, uh, Alan Tudyk. I mean, yes, he voices the G voices the Joker in that series, but he voiced Clayface. I didn't know that. Yeah, I can hear that now. Now that you say that, yeah. Who is this girl? She's pretty. <laughs> I believe in David Ayer's cut also that Diablo survives. Dude, that little line, that little 
thing right there is definitely an intro to Justice League Dark. There's Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if you just... I'm just saying. Put Steppenwolf in there. And... Steppenwolf right there. So this is actually the third incarnation of a live action Suicide Squad. Really? Yeah. We did have one okay. in uh, Smallville. Oh wait, we had one in Arrow, right? And Arrow, Arrow had Arrow one. Arrow and Smallville. Did did Arrow? Does Smallville have a Suicide Squad? I yeah. don't remember that. Yep, yeah. they had it. They had everybody. It was just a weird version of it. And most well, likely, and like most likely, I believe, if I remember, and hoodies and. Now, if I remember correctly, I believe they were quoted as as Task Force X. I don't think they were named Suicide Squad. But you can get the hint. Yeah. Well, those are the two names for the group. So, yeah. Uh, of course. And the cast actually all got tattoos. Or the majority of the cast got tattoos for the filming. Uh, it says S-K-W-A-D. And uh, and that includes Margot Robbie and I do Will like Smith. this man. This is cool. This fight is cool. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like the character of whatever the Aztec god, but when he fights Diablo, this is cool. Well, you got a Mexican fighting a Aztec god. Kind of makes sense now. Yeah, they got beef, man. Long time beef. Well, look at Dick Grayson still alive. Fuck yeah. You 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 know what? If you have a guy like Scott Eastwood in the movie for this long, you know that's what he was thinking of. Oh, he lost his strength. Yeah, blow it, man. Nope. He's gone now. So you know how long that they've been uh, trying to work? Uh, Warner Brothers has been trying to develop the Suicide Squad movie? I'm going to say 10 years. Uh, now, yes, but from when it was being made, twenty. Uh, no, no, it's uh, it was about seven years at that point. Oh, it started okay. two thousand nine for you know, they were developing, trying to get a, a Suicide Squad developed. Ayer, like he he came on board two thousand fourteen, so that's about when the everything started the processing. So it was about a two year time. Yep, and this is where Steppenwolf shows up. Would have made so much more sense. Yeah, this all makes more sense if you just 
if you throw in, just t- look at those putty guys as parademons and all this as the introduction to Steppenwolf, worlds connect. This movie becomes part one of Justice League. Or Para Robbins, if you've been reading Death Metal. Ugh. Ugh. And I, I love everything metal, but that's one I have to... Hmm. Did you watch the metal... Um, the no, me- I, the I didn't metal watch the metal panel. Pe- panel? I was uh, curious. I'll probably watch it after I get done here. Yeah, I haven't picked up a, a book in couple weeks now just not everything i'm looking at i'm like i don't i don't want want to read it the only thing i'm collecting is the metal thing and white widow but i bought a couple white widow comes out once a year so that's not a hard collect (laughs) i know but i kind of dig the white widow thing oh no it's good i'm not saying it's bad a local thing that i like but not saying anything i'm not saying anything bad just saying it comes out i know i know it's an easy anything bad i'm just saying that i that i like it just kind of trying to support a local artist and you know my favorite shop in the world, which Acme Comics, by the way, on, you know, 434 and 1792 in Longwood. Check it out. Uh-oh. There you are, Crocky. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> Boomerang. There you go, Crocky. Man, we stuck all the weapons away. Shit. needed right now but this this is typical Harley Quinn now Yes, child. I don't know about that voiceover, Carrie Delevingne. Yeah, shoot. Shoot to kill. 
man, it was, just ima- imagining Steppenwolf right now would have been so much cooler. And oh, there we go. Yeah, the Harley Quinn gun. Shoot. You got mother boxes, you got parademons, you got all the DC cosmic shit going on. Uh, you know, missed opportunities, as they would say. Oh my god, he does look like Uncle Phil. <laughs> All right, another slow mo shot. So shoot it already. And all the trash falls down. I don't do, I don't do no hugging. Man, you don't do no Mm. Um, yes, he does. I guess he did have the balls. And another win of the books for the Suicide Squad. Hmm. Bye-bye, Enchantress.
<laughs> yep, Waller's still there. <laughs> oh god she nails it I cannot wait to see her next year's Violet as freaking. Did I say Viola Davis? I meant Amanda Waller. And it's time to go for Mr. Deadshot. Now, why do they have U.S. Marshals there instead of like ordinary cops? Hmm. I think because the Marshals work with, um, we're working with uh, Blackgate. And I think because I oh, think that's, okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure like, hmm, I mean, did, I mean, he went there on his own accord. They really didn't need Marshals there, but you never know. Whatever. It's Deadshot is a villain. Oh, and uh, Diablo's wife is uh, Karina Calderon. Sounds familiar. Uh, really shouldn't. Um, no. Yeah, Kali the Killer. End of Watch. All she can. Really, that's she doesn't have a. Mm. Not a. Not end a, End of Watch. That's a David Ayer film. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, she was in that one. That's where I remember her from. Yeah, that's about it. That's all right. Yeah. Nothing yeah, look at Harley got her expressive machine. <laughs> well, they all got what they wanted. And it's funny, if you think back to the trailer, everything we've just seen in the last ending of the movie was in the trailer. It's literally in the trailer, yeah. Same songs, same, like, everything. Except this part. I know White Knight didn't come out till like, a couple years after this, but Still prelude to white light with the Joker wearing this GCP cop uniform. That's gonna take some time to make your own Joker freaking cop uniform. Yeah, let us white spray paint doesn't hurt. Eh, you know, takes some effort though. He's got his helmet too. 
Yep, guys. So that was Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad, but just a regular old Suicide Squad. And actually watching it for probably. Hmm. Yeah, Zack Snyder's an executive producer on here. Explains like the connections that could have been made. I still like it. I don't hate this movie. I still don't know what people have an issue with it. Is they're like, oh, it's too glammy, too movie trailer like, or music video like and like no not really yeah colorful but and by the way this movie does have a post credit scene i think it's coming up a little bit yeah it's a quick one yeah it's a quick one but you know it ties everything together this this uh yeah this one this mid it's a mid credit it's not a post it's mid credit this one definitely shows heavy influence from from the Batman animated series. Yep, big time. Does Ben Affleck get a credit on this film? I'm trying to, I don't remember him seeing the credits yet. He's not going to be in the main credit. I think he's no, in the No, I think probably scroll. later. It's probably, yeah. yeah, not in the main credits. Jay Hernandez. Jay Hernandez. Try saying that name. I don't think there's anybody that gets a... See, they had plans for Scott Eastwood, man. They really did. No, they couldn't have. They they just blew him up. He's the one that set the bomb up. Like that, that so, killed. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, no, there were no plans. Mm, just saying, they could have. Oh no, they could have. They could have done a lot. Could have. Could have. There she is, Karina Calderon. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody falls under like uncredited in this. Everybody gets their credit. Okay. Probably in the main credits then. By the way, this song blew up too, by the way, in 2016. Oh, yeah, this is a big one. It was everywhere. Oh. And now we get a prelude to a bigger world. Oh. What's funny is like these things had already happened. Like we already have seen these characters are going to talk about. But what I love is that this is this is the scene I'm talking about. It This is mm-hmm. old school Batman. Like she's calling him out. He's calling her out. Oh, just makes me mad. Missed opportunity right here. Missed opportunity. I don't see a missed opportunity here in this scene. This scene plays out to its Yes, place. I'm just saying like overall what could have been. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, see? Oh. <laughs> Oh, just that, just that little banter right there. I'm like, oh my God, that's the animated series right there. That's it. Would you say like the overall, you know, DC films? I mean, as much as we love them, we do. But there are a lot of just missed moments, just missed moments that we could have had. Not so much. Like I said, the only missed moment is is when they change in this movie is when they change 
from Parademons and, and Steppenwolf. Everything else played itself out. I'm trying to look at the uh, credits here. See, no, I don't see Ben Affleck. I didn't see, unless I missed him. Uh, I don't think they need a. Like he needs a credit. I mean, people know who the hell no, he is. No, he don't. Mean, they know who he is. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, but once again, it's good seeing it again. And, you know, for the pre-lead, because we're going to get The Suicide Squad coming out next year. And I can't wait for that one, because any movie that has Polka Dot Man in it, I have to see. Polka Dot Man. Ladies and gentlemen, Polka Dot Man is going to be in a live action movie. Being played by one of my favorite actors, Dave Dismulsion. I love Dave. Oh, Captain, final thoughts? Again, like I was saying before, I mean, I think it's a great movie. It, it, the only few missed opportunities I see here um, are definitely, you know, the, the, the Parademon and Steppenwolf tie into mm-hmm. to it. But I think everything else stands by itself. I mean, I don't see anything more that would have to tie in. Um, no. You know, it's only been four, again, it's only been four years since this movie came out. So there's still a chance for them to tie in the mystical world with this. They're they're God, not erasing so. this. They're not erasing this movie at all. That's the one thing, you know, that that uh that with the Suicide Squad coming out and James Gunn, he's not ignoring what happened before. It happened. Different characters are, you know, that's a nice thing with with the Suicide Squad or Task Force Force X. It's a constant revolving door. Yeah, changing door. That's true. So you just say, okay, well that that one that movie, yes, was back then and now it's it's over with. We did have those things that happen and we just keep going forward. And that's and that's just what you do. You know, mm-hmm. you put out a bad book, you make another one and it's a better book. People will remember that bad one, but you move forward. You trip, you you keep you keep chugging ahead. And that's what I think DC and Warner Brothers is doing. Yeah, right make a bad car, doesn't run, shoots, the, the steering's off, make another car. I'm actually quoting Tucker. I, was, I watched a movie last night with Jeff Richardson. Okay, so I was good. wondering why oh. you were quoting while we were talking about comic books. You bring up cars. I, I know, like, I, the I just bring Tucker up. I don't know why I thought about Tucker at this moment. Just <laughs> Maybe one of these days we'll do Tucker. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's it. Midnight Movies brought to you by, by the Heroes Asylum Podcast. Captain? Uh, guys, check us out on HeroesAsylum.com. And uh, this, you know, I hopefully see you guys soon. Twitter at the Heroes Asylum Podcast and Instagram at the Heroes Asylum. Guys, check it out. We have some good things coming up. And as always, from the captain to me to you, get to the asylum.